being on the bottom. And he is on the bottom. Uh, Genesis chapter 39, we see that he rises to the top and then, boom, gets cut out from underneath him because of a woman, uh, because of an accusation that takes place and his reputation is destroyed. He lost his reputation. He lost his job. He lost his comforts. He lost all those things of life. But I will say this as well. Um, Joseph may have lost his may have lost his reputation, but his character never changed. Um, there have been people whose reputations are ruined simply because of an accusation, which is completely and not not all accusations are true. There are, there are people who have a stigma about them today because of an accusation that took place in their life, and it wasn't even true. Joseph, this is, here he is, doing right, living right, being right, and here comes this woman who tries to uh, get him to be immoral with her, and he tells her no, so he, she then accuses him of, uh, of a wrongdoing and ruins his reputation and immediately gets thrown into prison for it. So as you think about this, Though the world may ruin somebody's reputation, let it never ruin your character. Let The world may say what they want to about us, but don't ever let it ruin our character. You know, the world may look at us and say this or that, but don't let it ruin who you are. What is character? That's who you are when no one else is around. That's who you are when the lights are turned off. You know, that's, that's character. And Joseph didn't let it ruin his character. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter number 3 and verse number 12, he says, uh, Paul says, Yea, and all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. What does that mean? That means this, that if you live righteously enough, you will suffer persecution. I, I, that's kind of hard to swallow sometimes, but it's bottom line the truth. If you live for God and you live for God the right way, you will suffer persecution. You will. Uh, there will be people that come against you. Uh, and you think of it, you say, well, who, you know, did Joseph do anything wrong? Did he do anything wrong? Yes or no? Not anything wrong. Uh, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time, but ultimately he was doing his job. But he was doing his job and she comes. And she tears his, tears his garment off his, off his body and then accuses him of something that, that he didn't do. This world, the Bible says, that all that live godly shall suffer persecution. Um, there will be a day when you are persecuted because of your belief. Because of the way you believe about the Bible. Because of the way that you believe about your life. There are certain things. There are certain places that I won't go. There are certain places that you ought not go. There are certain things that you ought not watch. And uh, you hang out with the, the right people. That, well, why won't you go there and begin to rib you about going something or watching this or doing this or doing that? But simply, that is a type of persecution, though it may not be imprisonment, though it may not be jail time, but everybody that lives godly, the Bible says, will suffer persecution. Think about Paul. What did he suffer for the cause of Christ? Jail time after jail time after jail time after jail time. What did Stephen suffer for the cause of Christ? Stephen, they took Stephen outside the, outside the city and killed him because of his belief in Christ. They took John the Baptist and because of the way he preached 
and preached against Herod's, uh, Herod's wife. And they took him and they cut his head off because of his belief in Christ. Look, uh, they took Peter and they hung him upside down on a cross because of his belief in Christ. Uh, there's persecution that has went on since day one in this world. Uh, Cain and Abel, what took place there? Someone who wanted to serve right, someone who wanted to do a sacrifice right, was made fun of and killed because he wouldn't make a wrong sacrifice. What takes place? What takes place is wrong persecutes right. And a lot of times, not always, but it does happen. Those that live godly shall suffer persecution. Saul and David. David ran a good portion of his life from Saul because Saul wanted to do what to him? Kill him. Because David was, a, was da, had David did anything wrong? David was a righteous man, but Saul wanted to kill him. But what is, you see a trend through the Bible that these guys didn't necessarily do anything wrong. They were being right, living right, and they still suffer persecution. And I will say this, that know this to be true, that just because you, uh, you, you live godly, you're not going to have any heartaches. That, that's not true. Joseph was righteous. Joseph did not do anything wrong, and still he ended up in the bottom of the prison. <coughs> Tied to the, in the bottom of the prison, his character caused him to go to prison. Because what would have happened if he would have heeded to that woman? He would have been thrown in jail. He would have done just whatever. But see, what takes place is when you stand for right, but I will say this, God will repay. Amen. Say you say something terrible does happen to you and you do suffer persecution, God will repay. Paul went through suffering after suffering. He was in prison. He was beaten with rods, the Bible says. He was shipwrecked. He, went, uh, he, was, uh, he, was, he was hit on the back with a cat of nine tails and all, a lot of different things he mentions in the Bible. But God blessed his ministry in my opinion, one of the greatest, the greatest missionary ever on this earth because that, yes, he did suffer, but yes, he did do one of the greatest works as far as, I mean, he wrote multiple books of the Bible, the most books of the New Testament. Why? Because of the suffering that he went through. Don't think for just a moment, well, man, I ain't going to live for God because I'll have to suffer. Uh, God will repay, God will bless you for doing right. Because Joseph, he did right, he did get put in prison, and he did suffer persecution, but that wasn't the end of the story. He doesn't go in, in jail and die. He goes in jail to rise back to the top because when you do go through sufferings, God takes you back to the top or takes you, will repay the sufferings in which you take, which take place in your life. Anybody who's, who's been around long enough, you know as well as I do, that if you've ever had something bad happen, there's not always, but a lot of the times you've seen something good come out of that something bad. Right? Not always do we see it, but it happens. Uh, anybody have any questions or thoughts before we move forward? Maybe a testimony of something that you've seen bad happen, but God brought a good. 
and you can testify to that. Anybody? But you know, preacher, you know, a lot of times I believe that God's people go through some bad times and, and somebody's watching, somebody else is watching mm -hmm. that's not saved and everything and to see how they handle that situation and everything. And God uses your, his people as a testimony to him. Oh, yeah. They go through some, Janice and I have, uh, some bad times, but we'll, they'll bring you out of it and everything. Right, right. And, uh, and, uh, and I, I think it's as a testimony to God. Oh, amen. And for God, you know. Amen. Because you can get on the other side of the thing and it didn't ruin you. Yeah. And it didn't cripple you and, and take you under. Because Joseph, can you imagine being in his position? I mean, he's, he's in charge for Potiphar. I mean, he's, he's doing good after his brother sold him. And he's still doing good. And uh, his legs get cut out from him again. You know, there he lands back again in, in prison. No, he wasn't in prison the first time, but he got thrown in a pit. He went from the pit to being with Potiphar, back to the prison, back to a prison. You know, that's, man, you talk about highs and you talk about lows. But to be honest with you, sometimes life is filled with highs and sometimes it's filled with lows. And just because it's a low doesn't mean that you've done anything bad either. Now, some people think that just because you, you're in a low point right now, well, that, what am I doing wrong? It's not always you, you know. It won't, it Sometimes it makes you want to give up. It does. It does. Just drop everything and go on in a different direction. You know? Yeah. Because <clears throat> this happened to me. Yes, sir. I just want to give up everything and just... Go down the road. Yeah. Go do something else. You right. Know? And, uh, and, and forget about what was the problem somewhere else and everything. Right. But <laughs> in the long run, you, whenever you do that, you, you take... You, you take that problem with you to go somewhere else. Right. And, and you end up with two, two problems. <laughs> right. I've always heard of preachers. Preachers go to a church and they have an issue, they have a problem. And uh, if they don't conquer that problem, and that, con that, con that problem that they experience or difficulty that they experience, they don't get through it, they don't press through it, and they quit and go to another church, guess what? That problem that they dealt with at that church, guess what? It's going to be down there too. Um, one, church is, no church is perfect, so every church has problems. If you have people, guess what? You have problems. And so I've, I've, heard, I've heard a preacher say that if you don't go through the problems like you ought to, you will continue to go through that problem until you go through the problem like God wants you to. I don't know that's true, but I've heard that to be said. And it's a, hey, you've got to, God has placed you in that position. Why did God take... Why did God take him and put him in a pit? Why did God take him and put him at Potiphar's? Why did God take him and put him in prison? All these steps were leading Joseph to be the leader of Egypt. And without the pit and without the Potiphar and without the prison, there would never be a chance where he was second in charge of all of Egypt if he wouldn't have went through the pit and he wouldn't have went through Potiphar and he wouldn't have went through the prison. He would have never got to that place. And sometimes God, hey, God takes us to a place just to prepare us for that next step. God had to place him in certain spots so that he would be in the right spot to see the right people, talk to the right person, so that he would be in charge. 
God places us where he wants us. Well, I don't understand the pit. I don't understand the prison. I don't understand the potiphar. I don't understand the, sc- the scandal. Why would God allow his man to be destroyed by a woman who lied? She lied. She didn't tell the truth. And nothing she said was true. It was the opposite. She was the problem. She was the issue. She was the one that tried to push Joseph, not the other way around. It's all right. <laughs> but all of that, all of that took place to get him to there. And here's the thing that you've got to remember is God's not done writing your story. Wherever you're at, well, it may be a prison, it may be Potiphar, it may, I don't know where you're at, but wherever your story is at, he's not done writing it. He's not done with you. You still have things to go. All right, before we move on to the, to the lesson, because that's just introduction before we move on and read some scripture here. <laughs> Anybody have any thoughts or questions? Okay, let's read verse number 13, verse number 13. And it came to pass, and it came to pass, uh, no, verse 13. And it came to pass when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and was fled forth, uh, that she called unto, unto the men of the house, the men of her house, and spake unto them, saying, See, he hath brought in a Hebrew unto us to mock us, he came in unto me to lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice, and it came to pass when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried that he left his garment with me, and he fled and got him out. And she laid uh, up his garment by her until the Lord came home, until, until his Lord came home. And she spake unto him according to these words, saying, The Hebrew servant which thou hast brought unto us came in unto me to mock me. And it came to pass as I lifted up my voice and cried, he left his garment with me and fled out. Now, let's look at her. Let's look at the wife for just a moment. So one I want you to see is her tongue. What would she do with her tongue? She lied with her tongue. In verse number 14, she spake and she said and she, and she cried with her voice. Verse 15, and her voice and she cried with her tongue. She lied. She lied. She didn't tell the truth. She was far from the truth. She was the furthest thing from the truth. She accused Joseph of wrongdoing. Now, she did those things. What she says, what she accuses Joseph of doing, she was doing those things to Joseph, not Joseph doing them to her. She lied. She lied. Man, what wickedness to lie, to make up a story. There's, to me, there's a difference. Uh, there's sin is sin and wrong is wrong. But, you know, it's not like she, was, she saw a story and she added a little bit to it. No, she took the story that took place in her life and completely lied about the whole thing. Made it all up. 
None of it was true. None of, the only thing that was true was when he ran out. <laughs> That's the only thing that was true about that story. She lied about him. She lied about him. But you see this, look at this in, in that text. She says in verse number 14, uh, and she spake unto them. She's talking to the men of the house, talking to like the guards and the servants. And <coughs> See, he hath brought in a Hebrew unto us to mock us. He, he, who's he? Potiphar. She begins to blame Potiphar for the Hebrew. Now, whose fault was it that this took place? Hers. But she says, no, 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 it's Potiphar's fault. If he wouldn't have brought that Hebrew in here, we'd have never happened. This would never happened. Now, how? What? Blaming Potiphar for this? She shouldn't have been blaming Potiphar. She should have been looking at herself in the mirror and said, what did I do to bring this upon myself? No, it was Potiphar. Look at he he brought him brought in a Hebrew to mock us, and he came in unto us to, to meet a lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice. He did. Not only that, but she accuses him, she accuses Potiphar to her servants. But then she goes down here and speaks to Potiphar, and she accuses Potiphar to his face. And she spake unto him according to these words, saying, The Hebrew servant which thou hast brought. Hey, hey, Potiphar, look, you brought him in here, and look what he tried to do to me. I didn't want no Hebrew servant in here with me. I wanted an Egyptian, and you, or I wanted somebody else, and you, brought in, and you brought in a Hebrew. She lied. She manipulated. Not only did she lie and she manipulated, but she simply blamed other people with her tongue. Now, what do we do with our tongue? <laughs> when God when God came to Adam what Adam say the it's the woman thou gavest me and when God went to Eve what Eve say it's the serpent that beguiled me but when God comes to you who do you what do you say well no no, no it's her fault she got me into it she messed me up she brought me there. But is it true? Who put us in that position? I did. She did. And she lied to manipulate. She lied to take control of the situation. And she lied to ruin his reputation. There have been many a people ruined by a lie. That's why it's so important not to what? Lie. Gossip is sin. Gossip is wrong. And lying is too. Man, don't lie, especially about other people. It hurts. And I've said this before, and I know that you guys agree, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me. That's the dumbest statement. Words hurt. Words hurt, and words are stuff. Sometimes words, you never forget them. But even if it's a lie, they still hurt. A lie. A lie. All right, anybody else? Anybody have any thoughts or questions before we move on to the, to the Potiphar, to Potiphar, the husband? You know, once you speak that word, you can't take it back. No, you can't take it back. It's out. That's right.
And if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember what you said. <laughs> the truth is always the truth. Ain't that right? Ain't that right? And a lie, you have to remember. What, what did I say? <laughs> How did I say that one? I was just thinking the same thing. All right, I got to mark that down because I told them this. The next time I see them, I got to remember that I told them this. And I told them that I went where? But the truth, you don't have to. I mean, you, you don't have to. You remember the truth. The lie is something that is, uh, you've made up. All right, anybody else? All right, let's look at Potiphar. We'll look in that next. Look in that verse, in verse number 19. And it came to pass when his master, which is Potiphar, all right? Potiphar heard the words of his wife, which she spake unto him, saying, After this manner did thy servant to me, that his wrath was what? Kindled. Now, I want you to think for just a moment. Now, Take your place, go back to this time period. If you was accused of doing something like this, what do you think would take place? Kill him. Kill him. Uh, you know, uh, in the Old Testament, part of the law, do you know, and you guys probably do, and I know you do, but you, you know that if a, if, a kid, if a kid was disrespectful to their parents, you know what they did to him? They killed him. They stoned him. And then set the stones to remember that that's, that kid was disrespectful to, her, to their mom and dad. They ain't never going to do that again. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, you thinking about talking back? Hey, let's go, out, let's go out and talk about this stone right here. Come on, what you think about this? Yeah. Potiphar, in this time period, his punishment, Potiphar could have bring, brought down the punishment of death to Joseph because that was the penalty for this crime. But what takes place in verse number, what is that, 21? Verse number 20, sorry. Verse 20. He says, And Joseph's master took him and put him into what? The prison. So I want to ask you something. You think Potiphar believed his wife? I, there is, in my opinion... Potiphar did, my opinion, simply my opinion, Potiphar did not believe his wife. Did not believe his wife. Because if he would have believed his wife, he would have killed him. He would have killed him. <laughs> I don't believe it's the first time she lied. No, that's probably, <laughs> he probably caught her in multiple lies before. I mean, look, look, in, look in that text in verse number 19. At the very end, he said, After this manner did thy servant to me that his wrath was what? Against who? It doesn't say that, does it? It doesn't say that he was mad at Joseph. It says that he was kindled, his wrath was kindled. So you tell me, if my wife comes to me and tells me that some man tried to put the moves on her and he went off, running off in the opposite direction... And my anger is going to be kindled. And the next verse, I'm killing the man. Okay? And the next verse, he throws him into prison. So you tell me who his wrath was kindled against. His wife. And now, understand, this is, this is my opinion, okay? So it, it, 
I'm taking it and looking at this and saying, there's no way that his wrath is so upset. He's so mad. He's so ticked off. All right, Joseph, I'm going to throw you into jail. I don't think so. It ain't the first time. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't the first time. Because look what, look what else he places him. He says uh, in verse number 20, a place where the king's prisoners were bound. So it wasn't, watch, it wasn't the worst prison cell. It wasn't him in the bottom of the dungeon. It was the king's prisoners. Was Potiphar the king? No. There was Pharaoh. So Potiphar was underneath him and he had leadership and sure he had some pull and stuff, but it wasn't even his prison. He went to the king and said, hey, I've got a prisoner. I've got to put him in here. The, the best prison, the cleanest prison, the king's prison. You think he's mad at Joseph? <laughs> I don't know. And he was in there in the prison. Wow. But I want you to think about this for just a second. Okay? What should have Potiphar done? If he didn't, if he didn't believe his wife, what should he have done? <laughs> Put her in prison. But he was so scared of his wife. Okay, whatever. Whatever, honey. All right, throw him in jail. Scared of sleeping on the couch? I don't believe they had couches. <laughs> they may not have. <laughs> Sleep on the floor. Maybe. Sleeping on the floor. You know, I think that he did what he had to do. He had to do something to Joseph. Yeah. That's, I think. Mm -hmm. And that's what he did. He did what he, he had to do something for him to be, you know, keep the reputation. Right. His, his, his reputation was on the line. Yeah. I, that, which is probably true as well. Because if, if he was to, let's just say for an instance, say he didn't throw Joseph into jail. Do you know what he'd have to do to his wife? He'd kill her. And so in, instead of choosing to accuse his wife of lying and not being truthful, he takes an easy punishment, easier punishment on Joseph than what could have taken place to Joseph. But all of this, the scandal and all that that took place was by God's choosing and God's placement. I think of the New Testament as well. There's a man named Herod. What did Herod do? He killed a man that he thought shouldn't be killed because of, a, because of his wife. Okay, whatever, I'll, I'll do it to appease you. Cut his head off. What do you say, what do you say all that to say this? Follow God. What would God say? Sometimes we allow man's opinion to change the way that we ought to be. Well, what does God say about it? What is God's word? You know, and again, Potiphar wasn't a Bible uh, a believer, but I think that if you will notice in, verse, in, uh, in Genesis chapter 39, verse number 3, the Bible says, And his master, Potiphar, saw that the Lord was with him. So Potiphar knew that God was with Joseph, jo he knew Joseph's character, he knew jo who Joseph was, and he understood that, and that's my opinion why he did not throw Joseph into jail, because he knew Joseph would never 
do something like that. It could have been his reputation. It could have been that he was trying to appease his wife. It could have been multiple things, but simply he didn't do the ultimate punishment that he could have imposed in him being that type of a leader. Snap his fingers, he's dead in just a moment. And it, and it wouldn't have phased him a bit in normal circumstances. But his wrath was kindled. But it almost makes me think that his wrath wasn't kindled against Joseph because if it was kindled against Joseph, he would have killed him. His wrath was kindled against his wife because he, she just took the best servant he, he, he had. He was leading the crew. He was in charge of it. The Bible says, and I don't know the exact text, but it says that the Potiphar didn't even know what he had because Joseph took such good care of it. He was mad because his best guy was, he had to do something against his best guy. Any thoughts? Questions? What time is it? Ma'am? Sounds like it. I think I'm done because it's after eight. So you guys don't even know. Clock is gone. And I'll keep going. No, but ultimately, we'll get to Joseph next week. But, but as we look at this, these people did wrong, but all of it was to set in motion what God needed to set in motion for Joseph to be in prison. To be in prison. And I'll say this, sometimes God uses evil people to make his plan go about. He did it a lot. Ma'am? He did it a lot. He did it a lot. He did. He did. God will use sometimes. Sir? It turned out good. It did turn out good in Joseph's favor. Joseph rose back to the top. And I don't want to get into next week's lesson because... Joseph, the Bible says that Joseph became the leader in the prison. He became in charge again. How did that take place? And God's blessing on, on Joseph. What was you going to say? And because of his character. Yeah, his character never changed. From the top to the bottom. It didn't matter what situation he's in. His character was always the same. All right. Anybody have any thoughts or questions before we, before we pray? Okay, let's pray. Lord, I love you. Thank you for tonight. Thank you for letting us gather.